0: Hello, welcome to Wink, your words, information, news, and knowledge podcast for Luxotica. I'm Paulette Clark. I'm a part of Employee Relations and Engagement at the Atlanta Service Center. And today we have a special guest from our Concentra partner, Dr. Andrea Andrews, and she's going to be bringing us information on our health and what we should be asking our doctor. The three topics she will be covering today are general health, diabetes, and hypertension. So grab a pen and something to write with, and she'll be providing some information that you should definitely discuss with your doctor at your next doctor's visit. We'll be right back to discuss how you can get that download for free through the Wink newsletter so you can take it with you on your next visit to your doctor. Go ahead, Dr. Andrews get started, we're excited to hear everything you have to talk about.
1: Zadika listeners. Um, Thank you, Paulette, for inviting me here today to discuss some important health topics. Um, Some of the things I want to talk about are how you approach your doctor visit. What should you ask your doctor? Um, We also want to uh, talk a little bit on hypertension, diabetes, breast cancer, and preventative health. That's quite a bit, but uh, let's see what we can do Um, first of all what should you ask your doctor so this is the planning uh, phase of when you go see your doctor are you ready for your doctor visit just like when you walk into a grocery store and you've got a checklist to make sure you've got everything to make that lasagna to make that easter dinner to make that uh, holiday dinner or have that barbecue and not uh, have left behind the potato salad the doctor visit could be a little bit more stressful uh, than going to the grocery store. So you really need a checklist on your cell phone or a written checklist. You know, I like to write things down. So I basically like to give to my uh, patients a uh, piece of paper that says today's visit. And on that is your top three concerns that you'd like to have addressed and a list of other concerns if there's time. After the nurse and the physician have obtained your past medical history and your social history um, and performed a thorough physical exam, it's time for the assessment or diagnosis in your plan of care. When that's performed, if you get prescriptions, they should have reviewed with you your risks, benefits, and side effects of those medications. They should have given you some patient education on the disease process. And if you need a school or work excuse or a prescription for that referral for a colonoscopy, you should have that checklist ready too. So everything that you have talked about during that visit, check it off. By the end of that visit, hopefully your physician should know something about you and your lifestyle. Hopefully you've already established a therapeutic relationship between the physician and yourself as the patient of trust and sometimes you're gonna disagree with what your doctor says and that's okay too you just do it with respect so that doctor should know what's been going on in your life what brought you brought you to the doctor today what concerns you um, what's stopping you from your routine activities of daily living if something is because Most people don't go to the doctor unless something is interfering with their ability to get up out of bed, go to work, play hockey or football, go to the mall, do their hair, get dressed, go to sleep. So if nothing is being interfered with, most of the time we have a hard time seeing the patient. But if something is interfering with your activities of daily living, like a medical process, like hypertension, diabetes, breast cancer, that's when we usually see the provider which is why um, i mentioned those topics because i'd like to ease into those right now so let's start off with hypertension why hypertension why do we want to talk about that well the journal of american medical association lists heart disease cancer and covid as the current leading causes of death and one of the biggest causes of heart disease is uncontrolled high blood pressure Hello everyone. This is Dr. Andrea Andrews, your Luxatika Concentra on-site physician. Um, today I want to talk a little bit about diabetes, the who, the what, the when, the where, the why and the how. So basically the who, uh, let's talk about some numbers. In the United States, 34.2 million adults have diabetes and one in five of them don't know that they have it. Uh, Why is this important? It's the seventh leading cause of death in the United States. It's also the number one cause of kidney failure, lower limb amputations, and adult blindness. Um, In the last 20 years, the numbers of adults diagnosed with diabetes has more than doubled. The what? Diabetes is a chronic, long-lasting health condition that affects how your body turns food into energy. Most of the food that you eat is broken down into sugar. It's also called glucose and released into your bloodstream. When your blood sugar goes up, it signals to your pancreas to release insulin. Insulin acts like a key. That's very important. Insulin acts like a key to let the blood sugar into your body cells to use as energy. So. Usually in the clinic when I'm taking care of my patients with diabetes, I tell them to imagine a pickup truck. I just like pickup trucks. And imagine that it's sitting in a lake full of gasoline. It can't go anywhere because the gas is not inside of the gas tank. So that's the same way that um, the glucose works. The glucose, your body, you're sitting, uh, your body is bathed in sugar and the sugar can't get inside of the cell or the pickup truck because it doesn't have the insulin or not enough insulin is working so if you have diabetes your body either doesn't make enough insulin or it can't use the insulin that it makes as well as it should and when there isn't enough insulin or cells to stop uh, responding to the insulin too much blood sugar stays in your bloodstream and over time, all of that sugar in your bloodstream and not inside of your cells being used as energy causes the heart disease, the vision loss, the kidney disease, uh, the damage to your nervous system, and increases the risk for uh, getting sick or your immune system just doesn't seem to work it well, as well. So uh, <clears throat> what do we need to do about that? Well, there isn't a cure for diabetes, but if you are pre-diabetic, which, again, another who, 88 million uh, adults in the United States, which is more than one in three, have pre-diabetes, usually due to being overweight or obese. And um, so what do we want you to do? We want you to lose weight by exercising. We want you to eat healthy food. And we want you to be active. And if you have diabetes, we want you to uh, take your medicines as appropriate, again, knowing those risks, benefits, and side effects of the medicine. And we want you to go about getting uh, diabetes self-management education. They have diabetic educators that spend hours learning how to talk about nutrition and to how to make uh, the care for a healthier life fit into your lifestyle. Each person is going to uh, have their own relationship with diabetes. And the most important uh, point that I want to drive home here is self-care, to take care of yourself, to see the beauty in yourself so that you care enough to take care of yourself. I want to go through some signs and symptoms of diabetes, and we can call that a win if you want. Uh, who, what, win? <laughs> uh, so, when you have symptoms of excessive thirst, or fatigue, or frequent illness, or infections, um, or you have uh, poor circulation, tingling, or numbness in your hands and feet and wounds that don't heal and blurred vision or unintentional weight loss those are people that might want to check in with their doctor to see if they have um, a risk or have developed diabetes um, in, in fact the United States Preventative Guideline Task Force uh, says that if you are overweight or obese then you can be screened uh, for diabetes. So those are the reasons why you can be screened for diabetes. So um, again, good nutrition, daily physical exercise, smoking cessation, monitoring your glucose, less alcohol. Alcohol is kind of like drinking a bag of sugar if you have diabetes. So you really want to just do that occasionally and stick to either one glass a day or less. Um, to prevent you from basically drinking a bag of sugar with that beer. So that's my uh, take on diabetes. I I do wanna say that there's a type one diabetes. Usually you don't have any insulin at all and it usually is diagnosed in children. That's five to 10% of the people with diabetes, but the majority of people with diabetes, 90 to 95% have type two diabetes and that develops over years. Uh, there's also gestational diabetes that can develop in pregnant women who have never had who've never had it but um, it usually goes away after your baby's born but it increases your risk for developing diabetes later in life. So if there's some time to spare, I want to share um, this poem that I found on diabetes and that's by uh, what's his name Michael Yaffe MD associate professor in the Department of Pediatrics at McGovern Medical School diabetes a poem drinking a lot peeing a lot is it my body or is the weather hot go to the doctor people say maybe I can wait another day I don't like hospitals anyway but still need to know if I'm okay So it seems that my pancreas is lazy. Don't say diabetes, it drives me crazy. Sugar diabetes, I detest you. You made my vision and life hazy. Testing blood sugar is not fun. Day after day, I'm never done. How to know what to eat while my sugars continue to jump and run. Feeling locked, maybe I am low. And when high, I'm tired and slow. My beta cells are on a strike. They permanently cut the insulin flow. Tell me pharmacists, is this a number or, is this number a price or a date? Paying for insulin, something I hate. So expensive and no one cares. Diabetes no doubt is a pricey fate. Insulin pumps can talk to iPhone. Continuous sensors can detect the ketone. If the technology is so advanced, Why couldn't it make a beta cell clone? Despite a diagnosis harsh endure, I remain positively sure science will concur the despair and one day we will have a cure. Thank you for listening. Continue to see the Beauty in Life audience and have a great day. Be well. Hi, it's Dr. Andrea Andrews from Concentra. Today I want to talk about hypertension, also known as elevated blood pressure. And hypertension or elevated blood pressure is a serious medical condition that can increase your risk for heart disease, brain disease, kidney disease, and other diseases that can impact your daily life. What is hypertension? It's way of looking at the pressure inside of your blood vessel. When they measure those readings, the top and bottom number, that first or top number is your systolic blood pressure in the blood vessels when your heart contracts or beats. And that second or bottom number represents the diastolic pressure in the blood vessels when your heart rests between beats. Hypertension is diagnosed when it's measured on two separate days when that top number is greater than or equal to 140 millimeters of mercury and or the bottom number is greater than or equal to 90 millimeters of mercury. What puts people at risk for high blood pressure or hypertension? Well, there's non-modifiable risk factors like a family history of high blood pressure in your family, your mom, your dad, your parents, your brothers and sisters. If you're over 65, that increases your risk for high blood pressure. And any coexisting diseases, if you have diabetes or kidney disease, that increases your risk for having elevated blood pressure. There's also not, there's also modifiable risk factors, things that you can change. Uh, Decreasing the amount of salt in your diet, a diet high in saturated fats and trans fats, you wanna change that to low uh, fats and if you don't eat enough fruit and vegetables also if you don't have enough physical activity and the consumption of tobacco and alcohol will increase your risk for high blood pressure as well as being overweight so how much physical activity do you need well if you don't do any you want to start low and go slow you want to get up to at least 30 minutes uh five times a week or more if you can of moderate uh, physical activity Um, if you can, what are some signs and symptoms of hypertension? Well, usually high blood pressure doesn't have any complaints. You feel fine. So you feel fine for months and or years. The concern is it's high and it's damaging your target organs. I call the target organs are things like your brain, your eyes, your heart, your kidneys, Your nervous system so you want to get your blood pressure checked and when they check it um, and it's elevated you need to start off with those modifiable risk factors sometimes changing your lifestyle can lower that blood pressure when you feel those symptoms or they're seen that's very concerning because that's usually years into it that you're actually feeling that morning headache a nosebleed an irregular heart rate vision changes buzzing in the ears nausea fatigue chest pain muscle tremors so if you feel those things that's very concerning uh, to the provider and it should be to you as well so the only way we're going to detect the blood pressure is if you get your blood pressure measured preferably by a healthcare professional the local fire department Uh, These things might be a little bit more difficult to do during this uh, COVID pandemic, but um, you do have to get your blood pressure checked in order for us to see what's going on. As I said before, the severe complications of hypertension can include chest pain, heart attacks, heart failure, and an irregular heartbeat that can lead to sudden death. Why is high blood pressure important? Because it can lead to those um, illnesses that increase the risk for death. The three most common causes of death in the U.S. right now are um, heart disease, COVID, unfortunately, and breast and and cancer. So the heart disease is brought on again by one of those triggers, which is hypertension. So let's Decrease our salt intake. Let's get those five fruits and vegetables in. Let's improve our physical activity regimen. Cut down and avoid tobacco use. Cut down and or avoid alcohol consumption. Limit the intake of foods high in saturated fats and eliminate and reduce the trans fats in the diet. It's also important to reduce and manage your mental stress with meditation, your spirituality regularly check your blood pressure Uh, you can check it once a week if it's high you might go to two or three times a week you might check it in the morning you might check it in the evening write those numbers down or document them in your phone app and uh, treat the blood pressure with appropriate medicines making sure you talk to your doctor if you're having side effects and manage your other medical conditions and it's important, stay well. I care, and Lexotica cares.
0: Thank you, Dr. Andrews, for all of that great information you provided for us today. We really do appreciate everything that you're doing here at the Atlanta Service Center with keeping us informed and keeping us safe during this pandemic. Well, everyone, as I said earlier, we were going to provide you with information on how you can get a free download of everything that Dr. Andrews talked about today, along with a list that you can use to write down your questions for your doctor. You can head over to Wink and get a link or a QR code that you can use for future reference for yourself for your doctor visits. And also that same link is going to be available via the LiveSafe app in our Wink newsletter. That's it for now, folks. We're going to be back again with more news, more information and things that you can use to help you have a great experience here at Luxotica. Again, this particular episode is brought to you by Luxotica Cares, and there's more coming from Dr. Andrews and others. So keep yourself tuned in to everything that is Luxotica. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.